Welcome to another edition of the Late to Grid podcast. This is your host, Bill Snow, and I am not in the Atomic Auto Sports Studios. I am in a delicious coffee shop in Solon, Ohio, Heritage Coffee, and I'm here with the owner, Saibar Thordarsson. Did I get that right, Saibar? You got that exactly right, yes. Man, I've joked with Saibar earlier, that's why I wasn't a school teacher, because I cannot do last names very well. But uh, we are here to talk about sponsorships, and if you listened to a previous episode I had, I talked about how drivers and teams can secure sponsorships to help pay for their racing. Well, we're going to hear from Saivar on the other side of sponsorships. That's the business side of it and what his company has gotten and he hopes to get by being involved with a race team, specifically Raid Air Racing. So Saivar, thanks for being here. Hey, it's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. You might live here some days, right, at the coffee shop? There are days that I've been here more than I thought I would be, yes, absolutely. Yeah. This is great. I've been here many times. I get a lot of work done here. And I was just thinking last week, I'm like, I got to schedule more time just to hang out here. Yeah, no, thank you. I appreciate it. You know what? We put a lot of effort into making sure this place was just that, a place for people to come and work. We have excellent Wi-Fi and, of course, a wonderful selection of coffees and pastries and all kinds of food that you may want as well while you're working. Yeah. Well, let's jump right into it. So let's first kind of level set. Why open a coffee shop? Wow, that's a good question. So heritage coffee is just that, is my heritage. I grew up in Iceland, and in Iceland, uh, I would spend time at my grandparents' house. Friends would come over and knock on the door. The first thing they always did, you brew a cup of coffee, you brew your pot of coffee, you get some pastries out, and you get together and you talk. And being such a huge part of my life growing up, I decided, you know what, we need that in our daily lives now. We opened, believe it or not, in 2020, during the Hmm. craziness of all of COVID and whatnot, and I felt like we need this more than ever. Um, so there's a lot of things taken into consideration when we did this. Um, certainly things like, you know, there's no fabrics in here and, and whatnot. Those things are kind of maybe not as important anymore. Um, but the reason for the opening is how do you get a community together? How do you get people to come together without having to be on the Zoom calls and whatnot that we're so used to today? And it meant a lot to me. I had really great memories growing up of friends being coming together and enjoying themselves. And we wanted to bring that to the community. Awesome. Yeah. Well, it's great, and I know um, I've heard a lot about it even before we got involved with you on the race team. So you got a good name in the community. Thank you. That's I important. appreciate that. You yeah. know what? When we first opened, they tried to get me to go to multiple different cities, and I said, you know what? I have three kids in the school district. We live here. This is where we're going to put our roots down. This has to be at least the very first location of all of them is this one. Yes. So you heard it here first, folks. There could be second and third locations. There, there might be. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about motorsports sponsorship. And our team reached out to you in the offseason. What was it that you got approached with where you thought, yeah, let me sit down and let me talk to these guys? Yeah, so you know what? This speaks to the importance of relationships and networking. Myself and Joe had known each other for a while now. We actually met through Cars & Coffee Cleveland. We did some shows where I brought the coffee up to where he was working, and we just kept in contact. When he had this opportunity available, just knowing kind of who I am and what I'm all about and how much I love cars and the fact that we provided coffee, he reached out and said, I have an opportunity for you that I think you're going to absolutely love. And we kind of went from there. Yeah. So as you guys went through sort of what our, you know, I'm familiar with our pitch deck and things like that, what was it that uh, Joe brought to you or was in that pitch deck or the opportunity that you said, all right, yeah, I want to do something. What were you, what intrigued you? Yeah. So speaking of pitch decks, just for the record, I listened to the podcast Yeah. and I thought, wow, they really trained well because Joe hit all the spots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he talked on my heart and did a great job and, I'm, and I couldn't be happier. 
the main thing was he he called, gave me a phone call, shot me a text, and said, "Hey, can we talk about this? I got an opportunity for us as a team to do better, and for you to get your name out there and potentially grow your business. And who doesn't want to grow their business, right? right. Most of us do. And I thought, let's ha- let's do this. Let's have a phone call. And the beauty of it is, he said, you know what? This this can cost you whatever you want to put into it. So if if it's providing the coffee and it's or if it's a monument, you know, a financial thing." Excellent. Let's do it. And he gave me three options, and of course, I chose what was best kind of for us as a company. All right. So you weren't approached with just one. Hey, take it or leave it. Definitely not. So, you know, Joe said, "Hey, we have opportunities for you. Um, you know, whether you want to be, you know, tier one, tier two, tier three, or let's let's even talk. What maybe there's a custom version of it where we say it's a combination of one or the other. And so it's important. You know, we are a startup. We have been in business. We're going on three years. We opened in the middle of COVID, like we said earlier." And it's not like money is just flowing out of our pockets left and right. Mm-hmm. But when you hear about an opportunity and to get exposure and to have your name on race cars and get into avenues that you aren't reaching currently, you have to kind of step back and go, you know what? We're going to see return on our investments for this. We need to figure out how to do this. And we did. So Joe and I went through the options. He said, don't give me an answer now. Think about it. Tell me what the best choice is for you, and we'll make that work out for you. Great. So one of the things I like to tell people is years ago – there would be a couple hundred dollars handed over to the driver and there'd be a logo on a quarter panel. But today, with social media and engagement and what we call activation and sponsorships, there's much more of that. So even we have not even turned one lap of our first race weekend yet, but we've been able to put together some engagement and activation events with you, haven't we? A ton. And, and, and uh, I'll say a ton, and we could probably take that into multiple categories. I could probably talk about that for the rest of this. But between social media and getting that exposure, between setting up uh, a pop-up show here with the cars being here, uh, re- regarding even, we'll talk a little bit more about it, some different coffee options. So, hey, what do race car drivers perhaps need that the rest <laughs> of us may not need during a normal day if you're sitting at a desk or something? Uh, to getting even follow-up saying, hey, oh, you want to visit the garage? You want to see what we're doing with the car? Stop on by. You, have, you got the logos? Swing by. We'll, we'll let you touch the car and see what we're doing. <laughs> it was just building even more friendships, building more relationships, um, and that networking was phenomenal. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that networking a little bit. So some of the things we've been able to do, you mentioned we hosted an event here where we launched the Full Throttle Coffee. We had uh, probably about 50 people, I think, that we came into the coffee shop yeah i mean that was so i'll tell you a little bit about that night so we we talked about let's do a little launch we're going to invite the people that we know we'll and we'll we'll do just a pop-up uh you know post about the event like the, the day of just so it doesn't go crazy and my i have an amazing team that works here i'm not typically here during the day and i told our general manager hey you love cars why don't you hang around for a little while but don't worry you won't have to work or anything just come and hang out and get some of the exposure and whatnot and i'm pretty sure the entire event he was behind the bar making coffee yeah <laughs> it was really successful a lot of people came in they wanted the full throttle coffee they wanted to know what the drivers are drinking they wanted to be able to experience it before it was actually even put out there you know even bigger and just aside from that selling gift cards and the support that we got from that was absolutely phenomenal yeah so that's just one way that a team or a driver can drive awareness of an organization Oh, for sure. Have a pop-up event. And even just you guys would go to the racetrack, and even if it's just trial runs, I would still get an email or I still get a video. Hey, here's what we did over the weekend, or here's the successes we had over the weekend, or here's what we're going to do the car moving forward because we, we were going to find a few things to tweak it. 
and then of course following you guys on social media as well and I'm seeing the car develop you might think it's done and the next thing you know that we took it for a run and we want we want to do better and better which was really cool to see and then just reaching out to the guys and going hey you need more coffee you know, oh we're exhausted after the weekend cool where can I drop the coffee off yeah oh, let me keep you going yeah and and so the relationship with the race team has led to some other relationships. So you got to meet up with one of our other partners, Matt Juice with Juice Media, who does graphics and um, and uh, photography. Yeah, right. And and you know what? So that's one of at least uh, three. If and I know there's more that has been great. Not only that. So Matt came out the next day. He's posting beautiful pictures of the cars. He's doing an amazing job showcasing what he can do and I actually for a different business needed to have some photography done of our of our sales team and I reached out to him and within short notice he came out he did a photography session with us he shot me the pictures within 24 hours we had it on social media within 48 hours and it was phenomenal and not only that I definitely needed him for the coffee shop so we launched full throttle we also launched smooth ride which is our decaf and I didn't have a graphic designer that I was just kind of that close with. And after he did our photo shoot and after meeting him here and just kind of seeing who he is and being the genuine person that he is, I thought, well, let's do this. And he designed both of our logos for both the new coffees. He has been absolutely a pleasure to work with. And that's just a connection that I would not have had if I wouldn't have partnered up with uh, Raider Racing. Yes. And that goes the same for Matt. So now he's getting business that he didn't anticipate necessarily. Absolutely. And then, yeah. yeah. Um, and then you and I have been able to connect at some uh, through BNI a little bit, get you invited to some different BNI professional networking meetings as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, the BNI, we're going through the, through the insurance brokerage at Keller National, which uh, is actually where the team photo is, who was doing the team photo for. Uh, and we've been able to do the Keller National. Of course, you and us just meeting and then talking about franchises with not just uh, Raider Racing, but just right here in the 50 different locations and whatnot, which has been awesome to kind of, to kind of learn about. And, uh, yeah, and of course, there's two more. I mean, uh, not just Juice Media, but Hopping Frog. We can go right into that. Hopping Frog, yeah. what an amazing, exciting opportunity that is. Again... Joe goes down, talks to them, right? And goes, hey, I'm literally on the way home from Akron. He's calling me on the cell phone. Super excited. And he's so excited, he's got me hyped up. I'm so <laughs> hyped up. I'm like, what is going on? Tell me more. He goes, Sivar, how would you like to have your coffee for a brewery in a beer? And, like, potentially your logo on there and a partnership. And I'm just like, you know there's no way I'm saying no to this. Just tell me what you need. I'll make it happen. And we'll go from there. And, of course, then that's flourished. I mean, next week we're doing... Uh, an event there where we got a coffee with our logo on it. We got coffee that actually has our beans, the full throttle, that's actually being infused into the beer, which is something I did, wasn't even on my radar prior to doing this. So right. it's growing definitely my business in a way that I didn't think it was going to go. Yeah. Uh, so not only do we have all that other stuff going on, but now you've got about 10 folks that are part of the race team that are talking about Heritage Coffee wherever they go. Yeah. Absolutely. That's and, awesome. And you know, and, and it's, the exciting thing is, again, I just got the logos done because Matt did such a great job from Juice Media. And looking forward to really pushing that out there. And when we do the launch, and we want that to be the symbol between Raider Racing and us. And on the back of the bags, it says, this was brewed specifically for Raider Racing. So that's really cool as well. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, we talked about some other ways of activation. So we have Fox 8 coming out to Nelson Ledges this week in a couple of days from when we're recording this. 
Uh, they're going to do a live remote while we're at the track, and we're going to have Heritage Coffee and some pastries out there for the Fox 8 team and a couple other guests to try. So there's creative ways that, that race teams and drivers can work with organizations to just make sure people know who's affiliated, how it's going, and once they taste it, like, man, i got to hit that place. Right, yes. Yeah. No, exactly. You know, I think it's just important. We were talking a little bit earlier. You know, the way we started off was what's best for Heritage Coffee and what's best for Raider Racing. And we picked an option that was best for us, that was feasible for us, something that we knew for sure that we could contribute to and it wasn't going to take us, you know, out of our budget and still be able to be there for the team in, in as much of a way as we can. And the, the wonderful thing about that is you have multiple options. So it's not necessarily a huge cost, maybe financially right up front, but it's also just like that maybe time and commitment. I am super excited to be there on Wednesday and just being a part of the environment, having the coffee out there and giving the exposure and talking about what it is and maybe flavor palettes or not and just tell people, hey, it's really potent. It'll keep you up. You know, maybe <laughs> that's all they really care about at that time. And, and that's okay because we were more worried about the race cars. But, you know, those are just things that, again, the day that Joe called me, these, are, these, are, these weren't things that popped in my head, realizing this is where it's going to take me. And another part of the beauty of that is, as we continue to grow this, and as we go into like online ordering, hopefully, the more successful we are, we're gonna want to just naturally say, hey, the more successful we are, the more we want to help and support you, because it's just, it just a gift that kind of keeps on giving. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of one of the beauties of it. And so maybe for us, tier one was the best option. It's kind of time and, and product. But maybe at the end of the year, it's, hey, let's do that option tier three, or a modified option where we're, we're doing not only coffee and not only are we there, maybe we're putting a lot of money into it as well, which is kind of cool. Yeah, that's great. So what advice would you have to a company who's kind of maybe listening to this or um, on the fence about, oh, do I really want to do something with motorsports? What advice would you give them? Yeah, so I think it needs to, of course, is a mutually beneficial thing, right? So for me at the time, I just it just so happened that we wanted to launch online ordering for our retail bags of coffee. If it wasn't for that, and we were the little small coffee shop that we are now, that we are in Solon, that we're not going to be in the area of the Nelson Ledges or even in the PA or the other states we're going to, it might not have made sense. But because in the back of my mind, I always wanted to sell retail coffee. I always wanted to do even subscriptions and whatnot. It just wasn't the next thing on my radar. But when Joe called and I thought, well, and as soon as he said, don't give me an answer today, tell me tomorrow, tell me the next day, but if this works for you, it does. So in my head, I thought, this may not be what we need right now, right now, but there's also not the racing season yet. So if we really want to launch this online ordering, we truly want to grow that part of the business, which we're not in, by the way, having our logo on a car that's now traveling, having our exposure on social medias, and then saying you can now also order the coffee that these racers are drinking, there's no doubt in my mind that's going to help that business kind of kick off the ground. Oh, absolutely. So, I guess, you know, going back to it, I kind, of, I kind of went around it, but go back to those like business owners that you're approaching. As a business owner, think a little bit outside the box. Maybe it works for you immediately, and that's fantastic, and do the sponsorship. But maybe remember your future goals. Maybe this also just helps you launch your next step that you weren't even sure how to launch yet, and it may just give you that kick to keep going with it. Yeah. And you said something in there I want to make sure the listeners heard is that you had a business idea, the online ordering, yeah. that, that, that this helped 
maybe get to the next level. So that's important for drivers and teams to ask potential sponsors, what's your one, three, five-year plan? What are you looking to do next? What, what could this help you with? And that will get their mind moving a little bit and maybe even help you get a yes on sponsorship. Yeah, I couldn't agree more because, again, that's not where we were at the moment that he was talking about it. But we also knew this is going to be three to six months later. So if that's really what I want to do in three to six months or even a year from now, at the end of the races, but my name now has the exposure out there, it might make a lot of sense. Yeah. For me, it certainly did. I, I'm, it's already paid off in multiples for, for Heritage Coffee, for sure. Yeah, we've really enjoyed, you know, even forget about the race team. I've enjoyed the personal relationship you and I have gotten. Yeah, I can um, agree more. Yeah, it's been a blast. We've had, had a good time. So I know as a small business owner, you get hit every day. Hey, sponsor my Little League team. Hey, come to the church festival. Hey, be in here. Do this. So as you get inundated as a business owner with marketing and advertising opportunities, what would help somebody from the motorsports community stand out when they're approaching you? Yeah, that's a great question. So you are so accurate. There's probably, there's at least not a week that goes by without me being asked to sponsor something. Um, And when people are asking you, keep in mind, these are not necessarily business-minded individuals. They have been tasked to gain money for an event or for something else. And they may not realize, hey, Here's Coffee is a startup. Here's Coffee is self-funded. Here's Coffee is just starting off and you know they're not even in their third year yet. That's probably not the best thing for them to do is just start donating stuff without something to gain from it. And that might sound a little selfish, but the reality of it is we're in business, right? If we were a nonprofit, we'd be a nonprofit and we'd have a whole nonprofit organization, but that's not who we are. We're here to make money because if we don't make money, we can't keep the lights on. We won't be in the community and we won't be able to help. So when at least this approach came about, it was, here's what we can do for you. And in return, we need this. And when you kind of approach it on a standpoint of, we want to help you and your business to gain exposure, to be successful or even more successful, and in return, here's kind of what the expectation is. That was very different from the flyers that get dropped off, from the emails that are sent to me saying, hey, we're doing such and such fundraiser, please consider donating gift cards or money. Well, donating money isn't necessarily gonna help me. What exposure am I getting? What's it gonna, mm-hmm. what's it gonna do to re- kind of give me my return for investment? Again, I know what that sounds like, but at the end of the day, you have to make sure you're taking care of yourself so that in the future you can also help contribute to your community and that i think that was one of the biggest differences was with that approach yeah wow what haven't we talked about that you want to talk about oh man uh you know and this this kind of conversation came up when i was listening to the podcast about um you know do you want to have a sponsorship and and kind of what it is and just really sparked my interest because you were speaking from the race team in this case and saying, when you go out there and you look for it, first, A, make sure you need a sponsor, you really want a sponsor, because that time commitment, right? And that was one of the biggest things I thought when I was listening to the podcast is, yeah, we probably don't realize how much goes into it, but the reality of it is, is the time that you guys put into it between the email follow-up, within the social media, that excellent speech in the beginning or sales pitch, if you may, uh, that was all good. So I just really kind of wanted to kind of speak to those things. Um, and, and how it has helped us because I really did not, when I, when I tell you that, let's say three months ago, whatever it was, when I kind of committed to this, I did not realize the power that this would have for us, which is absolutely phenomenal. Um, so that's, that's kind of the main thing that I want to discuss and make sure I got, a, you know, got that across 
to to everybody listening is keep your mind open, think about those long-term goals, and realize that it could be very beneficial for you, whether it's now, six months, or a year later. Yeah, you know, and you talk about one of the things that a lot of sponsors get frustrated with is the team comes in, they make these promises, I pay the money, or I give the goods, or I give the discounts, and then I don't see from I don't see them again, I don't hear from them until it's next season. Right. And there's not that follow through. We're lucky and you'll see where I'm going with this in a second. We're lucky that we have a team of almost ten people that will work on the car, that will transport the car, that will do the marketing, that will do the social media. That helps us keep up on it. So that goes back into the point of, you know, this team and the, and the driver has to ask themselves, do they really want a sponsor? Because to do it right, you got to stay on top of it. Yeah, and you know what? That is really one of the takeaways that I, that I really kind of launched from that was the time commitment to ask for something like this. It is astronomical. And if and then and then to be honest with you, as the business doing the sponsoring, um, this is really inexpensive marketing, really, if you may. I mean, the sponsorship, if you take in the time that it takes for you guys to put the, vid- the videos together, to make sure you're doing a partnership on social media with us, where it, not only your videos are getting exposure, but I'm getting exposure because I'm attached to every single one of them. I mean, that's honestly, at the end of the day, probably some of the lesser expensive marketing exposures that you can get while you're also helping somebody out. So it's that understanding. And I, and I think that's that's real because you know when this racing season's over and and it's time to kind of discuss next year what this looks like i'm in i'm already there because there's just been so much positivity and the follow-through is definitely there where versus if somebody came to me and said hey sidebar i need 500 dollars. we're going to throw a sticker on the car and we had that conversation and next time we're having another conversation with need another 500 bucks or a thousand bucks or whatever it may be i'm probably going to be like uh, sorry, that yeah. money was allocated elsewhere. <laughs> so it's important, right? Right. Yeah. Well, that's great. Hey, Joe, if you're listening, go ahead and up all the sponsorship. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Well, and the thing is, so I have a classic truck. So if you see me around, I have a 1962 Chevy C10. It's blue, which inspired a lot of the colors that are in the coffee shop. It has a giant Heritage Coffee logo on it. The reason that means so much to me is I'm the I, I, you know, I'm the third generation in the truck. My grandfather bought it, the one that always made the coffee and had the pastries. He bought it. My dad inherited it from him. And then I ended up buying it because I couldn't imagine not having that truck. I mean, it just means so much to me. Mm-hmm. Again, that's kind of also where Heritage came from. It's, it's, it's the kind of the whole evolution, right? So we had the truck, and it was always an important part of the coffee shop. But then when, when Red Air Racing became a part of it as well, we're like, oh, you know, the logo that we have for the coffee shop, it's, you know, it's an RPM gauge because it's going back into the racing. And that launched a brand new coffee for us, which launched a brand new roaster for us, which, blo- I mean, we, I could honestly be here for a long time and talk to you about the details of what it's done for me, but I would, that's not what we're here for, and it would probably bore <laughs> some people. But not only that, we came up with a new decaf version of a coffee, and because how excited we are and then the direction this is going with that and how it goes back to connecting myself with my heritage and the truck even even our decaf has a speedometer on it you know right? <laughs> so, so it, it's just it's really evolved where we're going with as a business and it's helped us kind of tune in how we're going to move forward with it and they're just these are things that again when, when i had this phone when i had this phone call yeah. x amount of months ago these were not the thoughts we were having and it's grown a lot since then so if you keep an open mind it's so important. 
Yeah, you got to keep going full throttle too to make sure it works. Absolutely, definitely got to go full <laughs> throttle for sure, for sure. Yeah. Anything else we didn't we didn't hit on? No, I just um, I I just want to express how grateful I am, um, and and whether you know whatever this looks like moving forward and the years to come, I really appreciate the relationships, and uh, I, I know this is not going to be a short term thing. No, I'm looking forward to it. We we should do this again in, in uh, at the end of the race season, and see where things are, where things are headed. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. I I would love to do that. That'd be beneficial. Before we wrap up, let's let folks know how they can learn more about you and connect with you as well as the coffee shop. Yeah. So we're on social media, Heritage Coffee Solon. We're on Facebook. uh, We're on Instagram, some LinkedIn, our website, uh, coffeeheritage.com. We do use Toast as a point of sale system. So you can either download the Toast app. You can go on our website. It'll take you to the Toast. You can order ahead. We'll bring it right to your car if you'd like. We even have some partnerships with some uh, other businesses in the area. We'll actually walk it over to you while you're getting some services done. Uh, But those are the areas. Give us a call. Check our website out. And we would love to hear from you. Yeah. And if you ever want to get together with me and have a chat about business, franchising, or cars, you can. uh, we'll schedule and we'll have it here at Heritage Coffee. Yeah, we would love that. Saivar, thanks so much for taking the time. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to the Late to Grid podcast. I also want to thank Chris at LMS EFI, Michael at ETC Coaching, and the team at Atomic Autosports for their support. Chris is your guy for all things data, ECU, and wiring. Michael will help you exceed your goals, and the Atomic Autosports crew will help you get your car ready for the track. Check the show notes for links to learn more about these great organizations. Be sure to visit AtomicAutosports.com for access to all of the Late to Grid episodes, helpful blogs, and downloadable checklists. The more people we can help, the more people we'll have at the track. This includes drivers, crew members, and volunteers. Let's grow grassroots racing. And remember, I'm here to make sure that you are not late to grid.